Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Folks, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Saturday, June 18th, and this is your daily financial news. Remember, folks, this is a show we do seven days a week. We have now done it for over a thousand days in a row. If you want to see what was important on your birthday last year or Mother's Day or whatever, feel free to search the channel. I think there's over 6,500 videos for you to choose from on this channel. So enjoy. Uh, in addition, remember, we go live for 60 minutes of Q&A at 8 a.m. Pacific today. Uh, if any, if history is any uh, indication of our time together, please get your questions in early. Uh, I believe in the last three weeks or so, we've had over 200 people join. And unfortunately, I could not get to all of your questions. So if you want to get your question answered, you want to say hi, get on early, leave a comment. I will give you a shout out if I can. And uh, just know that that is coming. So when I look at the June 18th daily financial news, we always start with the week ahead. Next week is going to be a critical week for real estate. I did a video about 20 minutes ago that I think next week validates the housing crash. The housing crash in transactions is validated on Wednesday and then some more on Friday. Wednesday is existing home sales, which is the big number. That is the monster crash. Also, we will get prices and then on Friday, new home sales. So next week is big deal. If you are invested in the stock market, your 401k, I have great news for you. You will not lose money on Monday. Monday, the stock market is closed in celebration of Juneteenth. The stock market is not open. You will not lose money on Monday. Congratulations. Tuesday, uh, actually existing home sales, I'm mistaken, are on Tuesday, not on uh, Wednesday. I thought they were Wednesday. They're on Tuesday based on my notes. So Tuesday is the big day. Uh, we also get a report from Lennar. Lennar for me is kind of move up buyer central, right? We have Toll Brothers at the high end and we have KB first time homeowners with Lennar right in the middle. I believe Lennar is going to feel it bad. I expect their numbers to be horrible, horrible, bad, cancellations, price drop. Lennar is kind of in the cusp of all the nastiness. Nobody's moving up. Nobody's uh, buying into their stuff. So I think Lennar will probably have a pretty bad report on Tuesday. Wednesday, KB Homes will report. KB Homes, a little bit different. They are first-time homebuyer sensitive. I expect their numbers to be bad, but not horrible, right, if you understand the subtle difference. Uh, KB Homes, I expect to talk about cancellations. I expect to talk about price drops. I expect to talk about credits. I expect KB Homes numbers to be slightly better than Lennar. Because again, what are we missing in this market? First time homes. And KB Homes is, at least my opinion, that provider. So they may 
be insulated ever so slightly. Again, bad, but not horrible. Hopefully that makes sense to you. Thursday, Darden, FedEx, and Accenture. Darden Restaurants. I expect the number. I Folks, we are headed into what I've been calling for a couple of months now, peak fear, right? We are going to start to see disappointments in earnings, and we are going to see earnings cuts. We are going to see pre-announcements. All the negativity of the slowing consumer is coming. The economy is not nearly as healthy as some people want you to believe. So I expect Darden to report disappointing numbers. FedEx. FedEx, I expect to report disappointing numbers, right? We have stopped buying stuff. I don't know about you, but I get a lot less boxes now than I did a year or two ago. And then we have Accenture. Accenture is interesting. They are, in my opinion, a high-end consulting organization. Are they getting busier because companies need to restructure? Don't know. Interesting to think about. Are they seeing cancellations of projects? Don't know. Interesting. I think Accenture is going to be an eye-opening report and tell us what is going on inside of companies. Because as someone who has hired and worked with Accenture in the past, A, they are not cheap. They are not cheap. And B, you hire Accenture when you have a big, big problem. So it will be very interesting to see Accenture's report. And then we have Friday, CarMax. For a long time, the used car market has been the kind of thing that we were hanging on to. I think we see CarMax disappoint. They will probably, like many companies, beat top, beat bottom, but will issue a negative forecast that shocks the market. I do not see a lot of good news next week. And then Friday, new home sales. Ugly, 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 ugly. We'll probably make last month's drop, which was a surprise, look like nothing. So again, I believe next week we finally get a sense of what is going on with the consumer. We get a sense of the housing crash that I have been calling for starting. And again, it's, it's get in and buckle up, right? Do the work that is coming. So a lot of stuff to talk about. Again, remember what the Redfin CEO said. The reason they have to have layoffs is we could have years, years of less transactions. That is exactly the market I have been trying to highlight for the last several months. The big question I think all of us have about the Federal Reserve is will they flip-flop? There's a lot of people that think the Fed's all tough now, maybe even do 75 in July, but then have to cut. Some of you think the Fed will cut by September. If they cut in September, that would undoubtedly be a flip-flop and a sign that there is no backbone in the Fed. But that is something that I'm talking about. The economy. Two things about the economy. I want to talk about the economy and investing, whether it's stocks, crypto, and yes, even real estate. You have to have confidence. 
if you, the investor, is not confident, you retreat. You retreat from the economy. You retreat from stocks. You retreat from crypto. You retreat from the housing market. You are not signing a mortgage. You are selling in peak fear. Bitcoin broke 19,000 this morning. There is liquidation. Miners have to sell. The ugliness and pain in crypto is not over, folks. Stock market, not over. We have seen collapse in multiples, but we have not seen earnings cuts. It is amazing to me that Wall Street analysts are so inept. No Wall Street analyst wants to put their neck on the line and say, guys, earnings in the S&P 500 have to come down. They have to. It's just, I don't know what's taking them so long. They must be in some club. They don't want to be first. But once it starts, it is going to get bad. It is very clear. There is no argument. The Fed started too late. The question is, will they do too much too fast? I believe we find out next week. Jerome Powell is speaking in front of Congress. And he is going to get grilled. It is going to be a very uncomfortable conversation. There will be Congress people on both sides of the aisle trying to make a name, trying to get a quote, trying to make him squirm. Last week, I wanted to be in the Twitter town hall. This week, I want to be in Washington, D.C., watching what happens when Powell speaks. And then BlackRock. BlackRock, if you don't know who they are, they are the largest manager of money in the world. They have said, folks, we are not buying the dip. In fact, folks, this is not a dip. This is a recalibration. This is a repricing. This is a multiple compression. This is an earnings adjustment. These are all the things I have been telling you for weeks. Now we have BlackRock telling you the same. Buying the dip, dollar cost averaging, hoping and praying. If you can hold long enough, it works out. But many people, myself included, 20 years ago, bought the dip. In the stocks that I cared about, lost more money, and then panic sold. I've told you many times, I am a horrible stock market investor. I get emotional, and the sell button is just too close. So again, know thyself. Kroger, uh, one of the earnings reports from Friday that I did not talk about, Kroger, it's a grocery store. They beat top and bottom. However, they said rising inflation is causing the consumers to buy cheaper goods. They are trading down. This is what we have been waiting for, right? When does the consumer break? They are breaking now. Discretionary spending down, airlines cut. They are buy, they're trading down from name brand to store brands. It is not good. The fact that the Fed believes the economy is still strong, Biden thinks it's still strong, Mr. Wonderful thinks it's still strong, I do not see it the same way. Uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Sonny. Guys, if you don't know, Sonny's by my feet and my crinkling of paper scared him. So I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. I'm sorry. You go back here. Bank of America economist, F. Ethan Harris, this was reported in Forbes, says, my worst fears have been validated. The Fed waited too long. Now a recession is coming. I agree. 
In fact, one of the things that I, I just have to admit, I believe I may have gotten my recession call flat out wrong. Just wrong. I could be totally off, totally wrong. If you watched my channel two months ago, I did a whiteboard about 2022 and 2023. I said a recession was coming. I thought it would be Q2, Q3 next year. I feel horrible about that call. I think there's a good chance it has already started. I won't change my opinion because I don't want to be a flip-flopper, but I have to tell you, I do not have confidence in that call of Q2, Q3 next year. There's a chance that Q2 is negative, and then bingo, bango, Q1, Q2 negative recession. Consumer spending. Consumer spending, I do not believe, is as strong as people think. I think it is down to discretionary. I think as Kroger told us, yes, the cumulative amount may look okay, but with inflation, it's not as not as strong as it was. And consumer discretionary, the part of the K-shaped summer that was doing so well a month ago has already started to crack. Lastly, builders. Greg Dickerson once again told us exactly what builders were going to do. This is new home construction. Greg Dickerson, I think, told us six, maybe eight weeks ago, check out his playlist, that builders will cut and cut quickly. Builders will slash prices. They'll buy down rates. They will do whatever they can to move the inventory they have, and then they will slow the hell down. I think that's exactly what's happening in the market. Prices are being slashed. They're trying to move inventory. And then builders are going to retreat and pull back. We will hear from Lennar and KB Homes next week. Let me know what you think is going on with existing home sales. I believe last month was 5.61. I believe this month on Tuesday, it's going to have a four on it. Like 4.6 to 4.8. It's going to be ugly. Transactions down 20% plus, maybe 30%. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Price? I forget what I'm guessing on price. I think prices are up 12%. So transactions down 30% year on year. Price? Up 12%. Go figure. All right, everybody, take care. I'll see you in a few minutes for our 60 Minutes Live Q&A. Remember, if you want me to answer your question, I suggest joining early because, unfortunately, I haven't been able to get to everyone because at 9, I go talk to my students. So... Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful Saturday. Remember, tomorrow's Father's Day. Get ready to call your dad. Say hi. uh, Do something special. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.